Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. I'd like to start with a story as we continue in coming up with an action plan on increasing the United States World Happiness Score. And with this approach, with the development of a plan that we all can participate in, in our own part of the world, to increase our happiness score with the intent that as a nation, everyone can contribute to the increase of the United States World Happiness Score. This is the story. Let's say someone named JJ. So you can make it to whatever you want, who JJ is. JJ is involved in an accident. A bone is broken. Now, JJ didn't realize it at first. JJ thought, you know, the intense pain was um, because of maybe bruising or maybe the area was strained. But over the next few hours, JJ began to experience more pain and swelling around the area. JJ tried all kinds of um, home remedies, ice, heat, nothing helped. Over the next few hours, the pain continued to increase, and now the swelling is very noticeable. Now, JJ's discomfort is so bad that that even going to work or considering going to school is not an option. JJ has some kind of idea about what the pain scale is because, uh, you know, when we go to the doctor, they ask if you're in any pain. And so JJ mentally says, my pain scale is probably a nine out of, uh, on a pain scale of zero to 10, zero meaning no pain and 10 meaning the pain is totally out of control. Friends of JJ decides to um, convinces JJ to go to the doctor. They went to the doctor, and the practitioner examines the injured area. The healthcare team, the physician, nurses, uh, X-ray technicians, they all assess the injured area. They touch for bruising, uh, his, uh, the, the response for, for uh, bruising, and evaluate the amount of tenderness. X-rays are done. And lo and behold, a small fracture is found in the bone. Now, this fracture is so small, it's about the width of a hair. 
and so is called a hairline fracture. In the course of a treatment plan for JJ uh, to help decrease the pain, to help decrease the swelling, and to increase JJ's ability to get back into normal activities of daily living. But there was one thing that the lab results came back, that JJ has a very rare disease. And the healthcare team and the providers all assured JJ that, you know, maybe if it wasn't for this accident, this disease may not have been found. And so what was an accident turned into two something that could prolong J.J.'s life in the long run. I share this totally made-up story to guide us into our discussion about how to um, improve our uh, world happiness score. But before I get started, I want to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And thank you to my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to my listeners wherever they go. Okay, so where am I going with this story? In spite of Finland's high ranking as far as being the world's um, happiest country to live in compared to 146 countries of the world. What was revealed is the population has found that people, the community, the citizens, they really have hesitancies of speaking about mental health. And the report came out and is and um in a couple of resources that the the Finnish people feel that, you know, because they live in such a perceived happy environment, there's a sense of hesitation to maybe bring forth um, any kinds of indicators that one may be having issues of depression or or symptoms of of suicide and so the the nation's response when they found this out was to come up with a um, national mental health plan and and so as they are working through this plan uh, i i kind of dug a little bit more into not only the the plan but what some of the issues you know for the reasons why these mental health issues are occurring. I mean, (laughs) 
it is showing me one thing um on one side is uh you know Finland seems to be a very uh, stable economical uh, society and it appears at least that's what i thought and i'll share in, in a few minutes um that their educational system is is one of the best and so uh why would such a happy country um have any shame and hesitation about getting help for mental health issues depression anxiety suicide one thing it i would like to suggest is maybe it's a matter of perspective you know if you live in a country and um within that society you know all the intricacies that's going on within that society and so when we look at the results we're looking at the results from an outside point of view but inside their society particularly um age groups between uh 15 to 23 there seems to be a sense of in- uncertainty uncertainty uh about transitioning into um the work world and um the other part of of that statistic was some uncertainty among uh people who are 80 years old and older i can i can see that uh, you know when uh, um that's an age range the 15 year olds to 23 that is a very dynamic change from um teenage to young adult uh and at the uh age group of 80 and um above there i could it makes sense that there may be some uncertainty so uh let me continue and so with these uh with the revelation of um hesitancy in speaking about issues of anxiety and depression um the research indicated these reports indicated that there are are issues with self image and those issues of like a, a lack of self image and doubts of self image um filtered up in response to as that society is growing more into the digital uh community and as the marketplace um grows into a more gig marketplace and so the marketplace is more worldly um and the internet is is um used our you know the devices for more social and um entertainment so if someone has an issue with uh low self-image low self-esteem and 
they're involved in using the uh, media, internet media, and they find uh, and are attracted to media images, media stories, media reels that uh, satisfies, maybe I should use the word pseudo-satisfies, that need, that inner inner desire to to kind of link up and to um, uh, find some kind of a connection with that that resource or that person or that group on their internet um, you know the 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 amount the the frequency of interacting with that media is going to increase and that's just my may i say my proposal and i and i as i shared earlier i i was hoping that maybe um something that i would read would throw me off track but i have not found that and this is why in my last um podcast i said that i would be revealing something maybe it's not new but i think we as a society should pay attention to now i i am um going to say in in my in my humble opinion the the internet is not going to go away at least no time soon but there is a choice and um i think we have the ability to guide ourselves on how we use the internet but let me continue i'm jumping so as the uh resources indicate um when we have a society, when there is a society that has a sense of shame, which the Finland um, healthcare team is actively trying to change the the uh, stereotype of um, being ashamed of getting help for anxiety, depression, you know, uh, suicidal uh, tendencies. They're working uh, on a very aggressive uh, plan. And part of that plan was to uh, improve the um, access to mental health facilities, which is totally free. You don't need an appointment, and um, they make it very readily available. And also to update um, medications that can help treat different uh, mental health issues and the these newer medications have milder or or may i say less severe side effects so that the um providers feel more comfortable um prescribing this medication to their patients so on that side um what has happened is there has been a decrease in the um, 
in particular, this, the suicide rates in Finland. There, uh, a few uh, years ago, um, well, maybe it was more than a few years ago, it was back in the 90s and 80s, the suicide rate in Finland was very, very high. And now um, it's indicated that the suicide rate is has decreased and is actively decreasing and it's within the average range within the European society. But what also has decreased is the program for international assessment uh, rankings, which is um, abbreviated PISA, P-I-S-A. This is a standardized tests that students take and um, the results indicate the ranking of how well a educational system is functioning. And, and for many years, Finland had ranked highest in the Nordic um, area and uh, in the 2018 results, Finland is number eight, and Estonia is number three. Um, number one in in the uh, PISA scoring is China, and Singapore is number two. United States is number 22. So that's Finland received a must-try harder uh, um, comment. Educators and teachers were interviewed um, regarding what needs to be done to help uh, Finland do better with the next evaluation. Uh, what came out was um, teachers were felt they were not paid uh, appropriately, low pay. There were too many children in the classroom and not enough resources. And uh, their educational system is focused on social skills and emotional skills. Yet, when the PISA is, is given to the students, um, the topics covered are the standard uh, math, reading, and science type of um, topics that are evaluated. And and so um, that was one thing. And then also um, this educational model in Finland has has recently, within the last couple of years, has changed um, to a more student-focused uh, or student-led learning model rather than a teacher-led um, learning model. And so there is a, a belief uh, that um, this is causing some transition, a little bit of chaos, and it could be a reason why the PISA scores dropped. And so also... The teachers commented and said they felt that the students are spending more time 
uh, screen time on media and less time reading and um, interacting with each other. Um, and another comment was that students now are bringing more worldly uh, views into the class be- because they have access to more worldly information. And so, um, so what does that have to do with the JJ story? Well, the results of the World Happiness Score initially seems that, wow, let's just all go to Finland. But when we start looking a little bit more into a little bit more detail, what came out was there's some pain and is the pain is is being discovered and although there's a lot of symptoms and signs what finland has done is they have narrowed some of their um approaches to address the the um mental health issues wasn't on the radar before, and also the education um, system they are identified because when we it's like as we use a clinical mind when we are are assessing a patient, you know you have to take in information, and so what can we do here in in the United States? Um, our resources are different. Our educational system is different. And I think it's probably a little bit um, unrealistic to say, let's go and change the educational system all at once. But it doesn't mean it's not impossible. But what we can do is being aware of the effects of allowing our families, our friends, to be comfortable in sharing information that they may need help in maybe mental health. Um, and also to seek out resources. And, and if there's no resources, just to say, how can I start some new resources? And that, that may be pretty hard, but I think it can start with being compassionate and showing kindness with each other and with ourselves. And maybe to look at the amount of screen time as you're listening to this podcast and uh, maybe evaluating how much are we basing our self-image on screen time on uh, uh, social media, friends, quote, friends, and how much that is having an influence. And so I ask you to bring an awareness to the amount of time that we are spending as as an individual, as a family, as a nation. What can be done? can we do that 
we can discuss our next episode when we come back again. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to talking to you again next time. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com. 